right, guys. Welcome to the Big Blue United Podcast. My name is TJ. I'm here with Dan and Colin. We're back post Super Bowl. Um, how you guys feeling? Did you enjoy the game or? I enjoyed it because I uh, got to watch it with you and your family. That's right. so that, that was oh, fun. We nice. took the train up from the city to Westchester. We stayed over the night. We had some pizza. We had some wings. Uh, had some delicious outdoor. It was it was amazing. Great yeah. great night. Great night. Delicious outdoor. Oh, okay. I think I picked that up. It took me a while. <laughs> I was like, outdoor or what? We grilled something outdoors. Um, <laughs> something was on fire outside. Yes. Yeah. 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 It was not a grill. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed the game as well. I uh, we had some uh, families over uh, during like the pregame and I guess like the first quarter or so, and then I got to watch it and and basically fight to stay awake because I'm old. I, I was dozing mm. off as it went into overtime, and uh, I just caught like every other play. It was a very strange Super Bowl watching experience, but uh, I enjoyed it. I I don't blame you because like we were talking about it, especially when it was over. I was underwhelmed by it. My dad texts me. He's just like, that was one of the best Super Bowls I've ever seen. I'm just you know like, what? I don't know if we what? watched the same game. Yeah. No. You know what really sucked and was like brutally obvious was the call at the time. Like the the, the call of the, the final play was yeah. like they, they almost didn't know what was going on. Like, I know. Was, That's what they said. Was, they didn't know what was going on apparently. How, how did they – I feel like they explained it like a second earlier, but yeah. Yeah, I, um, I, mean, I know. Um, before, let, we'll, we'll, let's continue the Super Bowl. Before we do that, let's hit the sponsors yeah. and all that. Um, please, guys, follow Big Blue United on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can follow us, BBU Pod, Boys of the Z on Twitter. Our sponsor again today is ButcherBox, butcherbox.com. It is a meat delivery service, protein delivery service, I guess you could say. Um, we all got sent a nice box. Um, great meat, great quality, great price. Um, they're doing a dual promo right now. You see on the bottom of the screen there, if you're watching on YouTube, um, you can choose for a free year to add onto your box, free chicken thighs, ground beef, or steak tips, every box you get for an entire year. And then that's from uh, all of the month of February. And then you got um, President's Day flash sale. Um, your first three boxes, you get $20 off each of them. So a lot of good deals going on. Double deals, butcherbox.com. Um, we love them. You guys should check it out too. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, they were saying they, apparently they were saying the Niners didn't know that the um, overtime rules were different in the playoffs than the regular yeah. season. That's uh, a, that's a pretty bad oversight if that's true. Because they say yeah. conversely, like uh, uh, the the Chiefs had like weekly meetings on on to like remind players of overtime rules. Um, and I think everyone should know. Like I, I vaguely knew there was different rules, but I I, I don't. Off the top of my head, I didn't realize, but I think if it's I mean, you know, when the ref explained it to you to them, you might <laughs> yep. think they would listen. Yeah, I, I saw something yeah. I saw something as like a retort to that because the Chiefs players were starting to hear that it sounded like they were idiots that didn't know how the game operated, which you know, granted the rules change all the time, so it's kind of difficult to lock it down, but it is the Super Bowl, so you should know. But I think they said something along the lines of like they they had a plan to be the the third drive, offensive drive to win the game. They wanted to set themselves up to have like the two field goals and then have the ball last and then to have the advantage in that circumstance. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. which is fine, but that's a very, very finite uh kind of situation. It doesn't always go that way. So why are you putting all your eggs in one basket like that? So I, I don't know. That was a little odd. How about try winning the game? Well, yeah. Don't go to overtime. Yeah, win it in the regular regular time. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the last play of the game was ridiculous because uh, and, uh, and John Feliciano apparently <laughs> drunkenly tweeted 
um, calling out his teammate who forgot to block Chris Jones in that last play, which yep, is saw that. kind of funny. Yeah, man. You know, the excuses pile up after the Super Bowl. A lot of emotions. Uh, guys are doing things they wouldn't normally do. At least it seems that way. <laughs> do you think they just don't bother giving a ring to uh, to uh, uh, Kadarius Tony, or or do they actually have to <laughs> give him one? He gets one. Oh, yeah, they give him a, they give him a ring, they give him a pat in the back, and then you'll never see him again. Yeah, he's never going to play in the league again. Young Young Choka, yeah, as as uh, <laughs> I like to call him, Young Joka. You know, when I saw he wasn't playing, I was just you know, when, when's the IG live coming that where you're going to embarrass yourself again? I'm just waiting <laughs> well, for it, and it never it happened. Was, it was odd because like a couple of days leading up to the Super Bowl, I saw that it was he was completely cleared for practice. He was participating in the practice, and it sounded like he was ready to suit up for the Super Bowl. And then the day of, it was you know he was a healthy scratch. So it's like, all right, the jig's up here. Uh, I mean, <laughs> Pat Mahomes hates him. Yeah, Mister yep. hates the dude. Mahomes probably went to Andy Reid. He's like, if Kadarius Tony plays, we're going to lose the game. Yeah. Have you seen those memes, Andy? <laughs> no, he hasn't. No. <laughs> Not a chance. The only thing, the only thing when uh, and you read Instagram when you click the uh, search discover button, it's just food. It's just things being deep fried <laughs> forever. Oh, weren't we talking? Were we talking about how like the job of his personal doctor during the game? I think we were discussing that a little. Oh bit. yeah, because uh, Steph, your your wife Steph had mentioned that. Um, Andy was wearing shorts when he arrived to the stadium and his legs look like, you know, purple, like oh, circulation cool. problems. I think, I think is yeah. what you said. Oh, I've seen that in real life. Yeah. 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 So, uh, Andy, that's no good. well, you know, that's what happens when you devote your life to football instead of, you know, other things like raising your kids or eating well, or, you know, making sure your kids aren't, you know, complete degenerates. You know, yeah. I, I think I think I was saying that, too. It was one of those games where I wanted Mahomes and Kelsey to lose and Andy Reid to win, which obviously doesn't make any sense at all. But then, you know, you think about it, just like Andy Reid is like a very likable character. Mm-hmm. And then you hear about his family and then like everything that happened over the years. And it's just like, ah, what what's happening here? There, there's like a disconnect. Some Is it just the sole fact that he has ignored his family for the last Probably thirty-five years. Kids aren't good at football. Kids aren't good at football. Doesn't care. That's what. No, he said. I think someone asked him about the whole Travis Kelsey thing, where he like got up in his face or whatever. Um, and he's like, you know, I got five kids. I know what that's like when they're emotional. I was like, well, you know, (laughs) when you're like thirty, you should like have the emotional intelligence, like not to be acting that way. Um, (laughs) What a bozo that dude is. Oh my god. Oh, that all the memes now just like uh, of um, basically uh, Taylor seeing what the future uh, of possible child with this man and, and knowing that it's going to have a, an IQ of 27. That's uh That whole true. Vivo Las Vegas thing was so cringy. <laughs> oh, my God. That was pretty funny. And Jim Nance was playing into it. Like, guys, shut the hell up. Already. No, because I thought I liked that he was playing into it. And then, then he just because he made him even look even stupider. And yeah, I guess. Stupid Beastie Boys thing. <laughs> I guess. I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. He, he definitely lit a fire under his dumb ass. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> let's move on to uh, some giant stuff. Um, coaching changes, guys. Obviously, the first thing to talk about uh, Giants hired defensive coordinator Shane Bowen, uh, former Titan under Vrabel. Um, just want to know, guys. What do you what do you what do you feel like? You know, moving on from what was a guy who was a big blitzer to someone who's a little bit more conservative. I think um, the Titans just blitz what twenty one percent of the time. We were blitzing almost forty percent of the time. It's a different defense. It's still a three four. Um, 
but it's going to be more of like a bend don't break sort of thing. I think less chances. Um, do you, are you guys happy with this pick, or do you think they should have gone in a different direction? Dan, you, you want me to take I guess a start? pick higher? I, should I say. mean, yeah, no, I, I think uh, I think they made it pretty clear through their actions, at least that they this is probably you know someone that's not their first two picks for defensive coordinator, uh, based on what happened with um, the other guys in, in Buffalo and uh, Baltimore, but. Um, yeah, Denard Williams like fine, is yeah. the Titans defensive coordinator now. Yeah, funny. I mean, I think he seems fine. Uh, the defense is he oversaw were solid to good, and it, and it sounds like he has the knack for improving uh, talent or at least putting them in the best position to succeed. So that's good. And the most important factors are a he's young because we are an ages podcast, and b <laughs> he's uh, got like a beard and I think he's bald, so he fits in with like the. Uh, the, the the status quo with the 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 uniform in the like the aesthetic ends. of the, the coaching aesthetic yeah yeah he won't have to really change his wardrobe or his appearance uh, he, he, he probably won't be a, a raging um almost 60 year old roid head that has a problem with any sort of authority <laughs> whatsoever so that's going to be good i mean too. i we sort of overlooked it because we liked him so much at the time but how did we not talk talk smack about his uh like 100 of the time you know, Under Armour long sleeve with a cut sleeve sh- shirt of some sort, no matter what the occasion was everywhere. Um, he was our guy. And then he now he's not our guy anymore. And the best part of being a sports fan is that as soon as yeah. they're not your guy anymore, and if they leave on bad terms, you know, F him. Yeah. Yeah. Have fun in college, Michigan. Yeah. I Going back to Bowen, I, I, I like um, – I like that he has led uh, defenses, I think it's the last five years or whatever, that is in the very top, if not top 15, then top 10 defenses against the run, which is sweet. Um, And I know the passing defense doesn't look that great, but the saving grace here is it's seemingly on paper. The uh, the uh, defensive backfield uh, for us is a hell of a lot more talented as it is right now than the Titans have been for that that period. So you'd think that he can just continue to build on the run stopping, which is definitely something that we've been lacking the last couple mm. of seasons uh, inexplicably. I mean, we have the players to possibly do it. It just didn't end up happening. Um, so, I, you know, I'm not excited, but I'm also not disappointed. It sounds like a guy that that's looking for a bigger stage and, a, and a, a, with more talent and see what he can do with um, – his growing uh, coaching skills. Cause like you said, Dan, he's young and I think he's, he's out to prove something. And if he has a beard and he's bald, then he fits right in. I think he yeah. might not be bald, but he does wear a hat. Maybe Dable will make him shave his head. That was part yeah. of the contract he signed. Yeah. Um, one, one other thing I want to note about him is last year, they had the best red zone defense in the NFL, which is always a high quality stat. To That's great. Possess, of course. That's um, real good. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with what you said, Colin. It's not exciting. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to see what players he can bring over, um, if any upgrades, um, especially pass rush-wise. I know Bud Dupree is a, a free agent. I always liked him. I know he's getting a little older, but he's still an impact guy, I think, on the outside. And definitely an upgrade from uh, whoever we have across Kayvon, which is occasionally Aziz Ojolari when he's not hurt. And they really don't have anybody else. Um, what else we got? No, I actually want to ask you guys, do you think um, – part of the reason why the Giants didn't sort of land one of their top two defensive guys is that people are a little scared to join this organization. Do you think that Dable and, Sh- and Shane are on the hot seat or do you think that's just perceived? I don't know. I, I Yeah. Has it been not the greatest last couple of years? Sure. But I, I don't think 
is it a little of both? Maybe, but I don't think, I think those other situations just kind of work themselves out where the guys who got hired elsewhere like those situations better. I mean, it's as easy as that. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think the Giants organization is like the, I mean, who would you consider the most scary? Uh, they're not the Jets. We can say we're, we're not, we're not the Jets. <laughs> that's, that's basically it. You're not running to an absolute dumpster fire, although it's approaching that. Um, I don't know. I think Shane is a little better off now than how uh, Dable looks, but I don't know. A job's a job. It's the NFL. You're making a lot of money and you're, if you make your name somewhere, you can move on from there afterwards. Who knows? Like, even if you f go down with the ship and the whole staff gets fired eventually, that doesn't necessarily mean that's on you. So I don't think that should scare people away. Yeah, uh, I, I don't I don't have a, a true read, I guess, on, on what the actual dynamics are between uh, Dable and, and Wink, like, like throughout the league, how that's perceived. Um, but I don't think it would be – too discouraging. I, I mean, I guess the thing I would point to more as discouraging is the, you know, the quality of our roster, which might, you know, a coach might see and be like, that's a that's a huge project. Like the upside super high because you get a lot of attention if you can do it. But if if you don't have the pieces or they don't, even like the talent to run the kind of scheme you want to run, which probably we don't, <laughs> um, you know, I think that that plays probably a bigger factor. And one of the things I guess I wanted to put to you guys and TJ, I don't know if you have this on on your. Uh, agenda but sort of overall discussion about like why not only like all the titans coaches that are coming over but maybe <laughs> why like is it like oh can we like theor like theorize like a conspiracy there like, i mean is there a, is there a patriots Vable connection is that that's what, what i thought too Colin. yes yeah the, like are, are they preparing like if dable uh sucks this year like like they got like a, a handshake agreement to bring in Vrabel. Because I feel mm -hmm. like John Mara is like, I want Mike Vrabel. That's my kind of that's a that's it a safe pick for me. Such a shame if we never actually got to see you know the Dable offense in full effect. Yeah, I feel like we're, that's that's our destiny, man. I feel like that's our destiny, and it really sucks because they're gonna they're gonna go the opposite direction and get someone like Vrabel, defense first, run game first, and it's all gonna be because they wouldn't move off Daniel Jones. It scares the hell out of me, like that they would fire Shane and Dable, and all of a sudden John Mara is like, oh. Well, <laughs> yeah, Saquon's a free agent. <laughs> He's thirty-five. Yeah. Let's resign. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we gotta we gotta keep keep Daniel on for the next two years and and yeah. Saquon and and, and you get this team back to <laughs> sucking. It's like so Gettleman bad. never left. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He I mean, speaking name, excuse me. Speaking of of uh, of Saquon, I, I I know this is not like you've probably read this too. That some I don't remember who it was, and I'm. I'm blanking for whatever reason but somebody proposed to him uh what he considered to be a fair situation uh for both sides being the the, the team and him and he agreed that uh being allowed to look around play the field a little bit and see what he can get and bringing back a deal to the giants to possibly match is is fair and a good situation and frankly probably what's going to end up happening that's yeah, it's, like it's going to be it's going yeah. to be less than what they offered him last year. Can guarantee a hundred percent, as it should yeah. be. I mean, that that's wear and tear on his legs. I mean, you know, all, he's he's been injured. You know, every year you're not going to go out and spend, you know, Christian McCaffrey fifteen million dollars a year on a guy who you know was probably going to miss half the season at least. Yeah. Pretty much has missed half. How many how many years has he been hurt? At? He's been in the league five years. He's been hurt three, probably for the majority. I mean, 
It's not not good statistics. You need availability is always the best quality for any player to have. Yeah. Today, uh, Jordan Renan posted a poll on Twitter, uh, and it got uh, eight thousand respondents. Uh, to do you want Saquon back? So this is all you know. NFL listeners or Giants fans voting. So there's three options: which one? Yes, resign him. To franchise tag him or let him walk. He's an RB. The <laughs> the results are forty seven percent say resign him and forty percent say let him walk. No one says franchise. And then there's a pretty hilarious argument going on between people that want to keep him versus people that want him to to go. And it's it's just the same. The people everyone that that has the resign him thing is, is total like PR. It's the all the examples that these people give to keep him is like. He's the center of the locker room. He's the only one that can t- take over a game. He can take over a game. I've, I've never I've once never seen, seen Saquon since like see, since like his first season when he had like a couple of games that you're like, holy cow. Other than those like two games six years ago, uh, he can't take over a game. Nope. The last um, time I saw Saquon take over a game was uh, when we played the Titans week one last year. Yes. And when he did that two-point conversion and he willed, willed the win for the team. That was sure. the last time I saw him do anything like out of the like extraordinary. I would say. Yeah. I see us already. You know when they inevitably like give him a contract that's too rich, and we're watching him in the game, and he has just a mediocre like three yard run. We'll just be yelling, "That's how you take over the game." I mean, I, I don't know. It, knowing that Shane has a brain in his head, and. Like he's going to be the one to be like, yeah, go, go, go see what kind of deal you're going to get. And when he, <laughs> the funniest part to envision is Saquon going and finding zero deals that he likes. That's going to be the best, best friggin' part of all of it. That's what they should have done to Daniel. Same thing. Yep. Like who, who, like at this point, <laughs> it would be a grand old thing if someone was just like, oh, we'll give you some dummy deal. Hey, Giants, do you want to match this? Hell no. Goodbye. Like that. That's how it should go. What do you think? What do you think a smart team, as far as draft capital, would trade the Giants for Saquon? A smart team. A smart team. They wouldn't. They yeah. They no, would. like what, what do you think? Did they give a oh. fifth round pick? Uh, yeah, that's you like a fifth or a sixth. Him from a dummy team. It, okay, you know so what? Would it, yeah, yeah. I think, I think a fifth or sixth rounder is probably a smart trade. Yeah, that, and that's not a fifteen million dollar contract. No. No, that's so like not. A, that's like. But a that's what million. Giants fans are weighing. They're like, should we give this guy a fifteen million dollar contract versus what like reality is? Is like he's like a, a fifth round draft pick at best. Yep. The best I can see him getting is like three years, twenty five million, maybe. That's probably the best deal he'll get. That seems like a, a decent deal. Here. And you yeah. know, if the, if he comes back to the Giants with that deal, that's not a bad number for you know a better caliber he's, running yeah. back in the NFL. I feel like no. there are only like three running backs that deserve that much money, like like this like the amount he wants and he's not one of them anymore. Agreed. I mean, I'm, 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 is Derek Henry going to be a free agent? I'm curious to see if, if he gets actually some money, but he's, you know, he's on, he's on the wrong side at this point. I mean, if you're talking about someone that, but if you're talking about someone that has taken over a game and has been someone that carries a team, that's actually a running back that did that for a number of years. Sure did. Um, Yeah. yeah, It'd be really interesting to see. Well, uh, um, the it's like the is, least thing I care about in the offseason, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, I just hope – I don't think – Raising a – waging an ideology, uh, football ideology war against everyone in, in the comments about the value of running backs, that's not what you look forward to the most. That's the best thing to do. 
He's the whole I mean, offense, know, man. Fun. How could you get rid of the whole offense? The only reason we were able to do anything is because of him. It's like, are, do you hear yourself? That's Did he even so have a thousand yards rushing? No. Like he ever might have had just no this year. No, no, okay. he was. It wasn't. No, he, he like, didn't even yeah. approach it. Yeah, he had like 160 yards receiving this season. Like a, a game changer running back. You know, is getting you close to a thousand yards receiving too. Um, like Christian McCaffrey, know. who you should probably give the ball to in overtime. Yeah, or future if you have him on three, your team, like Jameer well. Gibbs. It's coming. Um. Anyway, we can go on about this forever. Yeah. Um. Oh, more so coaching he, stuff. Caffrey got promoted to a Okay. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. I was just gonna say well, he had nine hundred and sixty-two yards. Almost a thousand yard rusher. Yeah. Is this good? If, yeah. If that guy's leading your team, uh, then then that's the problem. You don't want an offense where the cap is a thousand yard rusher. No. Certainly not. Um, okay. More coaching stuff. Kafka promoted to assistant head coach. I don't really have anything to say about that, but I just thought I'd share it. Just fun. I, good uh, for him. Yeah. Was that like the uh, deal they gave him? Did they? Oh, to keep him around. Maybe. Yeah. Like, Guaranteed. We're gonna block. We're gonna block you, and but we'll make you assistant head coach. Yeah, it's better for his resume for when he inevitably leaves uh, after this upcoming season. Yeah, they probably they block they block Seattle, right? Didn't Seattle want to interview him for OC? Yeah, yes, or head coach. So, no, no, yeah, he, but, he got rejected head coach, but then I think they wanted oh, okay. to bring him in for OC. Um, what about this? Uh, I sent you guys before this uh, new strength conditioning uh, coach that was just hired, Frank. Is he, uh, is he, is he Paisan? Yes, he is. Uh, Pir- yeah, baby, Pirano. Pirano? Something like that. Uh, he's Sounds bald. Right. He doesn't have a beard, so he's going to start growing it, I assume, uh, right. as soon as possible. And he looks huge. So hopefully he doesn't like injuries, and hopefully he does everything <laughs> the exact opposite of how we've been doing it for the last 30 years. Can you, can you imagine you get in your interview? It's like, what do you think about injuries? I hate them. <laughs> I hate injuries. It's like, you're hired, man. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> hate injuries. I mean, I yeah, trans- they need to replace from- that position. Yeah. He's from the yeah. Titans as well, so there's another uh, another Titans guy to bring on board. Priano, so. Frank Priano. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, sounds good to me. I don't know. I feel like uh, we've we've joked about the conditioning guy just because of injuries. So maybe it'd be interesting to know like the stat of how injured the Titans are. Mm. Um, but we all know up. it's the turf, so it doesn't really fucking matter. <laughs> this is the turf. Oh, can we do a side a side a side discussion on the turf real quick? Yeah. Uh, Colin, can you opine as the foremost soccer fan about the implications of the World Cup being held in the United States and the final being held at Giant Stadium and what that'll force? Uh, grass. Yeah. But like, yeah, it, it'll be like a sustainable future for grass, or is this just like we're going to do it for soccer, then fuck it? I think just for the sole fact that they're going to be putting grass in the stadium. They have to prove up- the concept, right? Well, it's, the, the, con- the, the, the conversation is going to be there. It's going to be asked, and it's going to be asked to uh, Woody Johnson and, and the John Mara and, and everybody else because just for the sole fact that the biggest game, the biggest event in sports in the entire world is going to be happening in this godforsaken stadium that we use, um, which is amazing. There must be some money being passed around pretty big time. Uh, it's got to be a conversation. I mean – you guys remember in it was I think it was the 2000 season where they were 
Uh, I don't. I think they were experimenting with it because it was only the one season uh, that they did it. Oh, and, I'm sorry, they were experimenting with grass. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they were calling it grass now. Then, um, and I think the problem was it ended up being too choppy and too much of a, a pain in the ass. Not to mention it cost uh, too much to that to that squeaky pocket having. Uh, <laughs> John, John Mara's squeaky ass walking around. He didn't want to spend any money or, or pay anybody to do any of the grounds work. And I think he said, never again. Let's just get the cheapest crap out there. Who cares about the players? This is a gladiator sport. And uh, who cares if they die? Sign a waiver. Yeah, he better um, be. he's going to be able to look forward to kicking a lot more trash cans in the future. Yeah, that's exactly. Really his outlook, yeah. I mean, that's a that's an awesome term for him, by the way. Old squeaky, squeaky ass. ass. <laughs> that's all squeaky ass thing. <laughs> old squeaky ass. Okay. Um, but honestly, though, if if all right, yes, real estate in the tri-state area is incredibly difficult and very expensive, and like the comparison to Dallas as a stadium to what we have is vastly different because of that. Everything's so much cheaper in the South. I get that. However. We didn't put a dome on this thing. So there is other money to be spent. And why can't it go into the, the turf itself? It would be glorious to go to the stadium. It would change the whole dynamic of walking in to actually enjoy going there. Because it looks like a football field, you know? I don't know. There, it, It's going to be a, a conversation. And like, I'm sure there's going to be pressure to keep I it. I feel like, like uh, the Maras are like deep state turf. You know, if you think about it. They've remember what the field was before this. Remember, remember, the, remember the one when the, the field had the New Jersey state logo in the middle and it was yep. basically AstroTurf for uh -huh. you know as long as I can remember, like in the 80s. Like they were like they're, they're deep pockets, AstroTurf, big, big AstroTurf money is, yep. is funding the Maris. They're never going to give in no matter how many people get injured and how famous the field is for just ruining careers. It's going to be like World Cup is going to offer to pay for you for state of the art, you know, natural grass surface. Um, and they'll be like, sure, we'll do it, whatever. And then they'll just like burn it, throw it down like, in the bog after after the Super Bowl. So we gotta get, we're gonna go back to AstroTurf, baby. Throw it in the bog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, get rid of this upgraded garbage <laughs> that's on there now, Catch and up. then go back to the old school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Awful. <sighs> so silly. Um, special teams coordinator guys, Michael Gobral from the Jets. Yeah, that's an odd one. I, I figured uh, um, they're like, they, oh, they we, led the we, league in kickoff coverage. That's a good stat to have. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. We'll take it. I mean, I'm sure they're familiar uh, with each other, and it's probably, you know, unless there's. Do you know who are the great special teams coordinators out the, of the league? Joe Judge. <laughs> Joe Judge's jeans. Uh, That's right. Got it. Got to hire him. Well, that was that was the hope, right? Yeah. That was the hope. <laughs> he's he's gonna come in. No, that's what's gonna happen. Vrabel's coming in head coach. Bill is gonna be itching. He's just gonna come in as DC under Vrabel. Full circle moment, ending at Giant Stadium under a linebacker, his favorite position. Yeah, that's what's happening next year because Daniel Jones is gonna sink the season again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that and then we're gonna turn into what we hate the most, the Patriots. Yeah. Ugh. No, that we we already have the new Patriots, uh, the Chiefs. Patrick is the new Tom Brady. This whole thing is going to happen all over again. You were you were hoping Tom was gone. There'd be some more parody, but no, no. But then, but it's all being set up. We have to beat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. That's true. This is the way. This, this is, the, is way. the way. But but we're not going to do it by kicking everybody's ass. We're going to sneak in at at nine suck. and eight, and we're, we're not going to be fun at all. We're not going to be fun at all. It's going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll take it. 
Anything's better than than last year. Basically every year. You're right. You're right. You know, Giants are squeakers. Bailey Zappi is going to be the starting quarterback. It's going to be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) No, Jake Fromm's coming back. Comeback season. Oof. God, you remember that when him and Glennon were like, uh, what a what a sorry fucking show that was. Oh my god. <laughs> do, you, do you hear that that the thing that happened in, on Radio Row or whatever when they uh, when what's her name was interviewing Sean Payton no. with Daniel oh. Jones and, and Eli were there and uh and Sean Payton told the story of how after Daniel Jones went down that they were trying to get Davis Webb off the coaching staff yeah. to be a quarterback for the Giants. Yeah, which I would have taken. That's awesome. I would have taken him. He knows the yeah. system. Yeah. Could have been well, worse than also, let's Tommy discuss DeVito. that too because that was a funny friggin' moment. That whole video of like the adults <laughs> talking about football and then Daniel <laughs> sitting there like, "I have no idea what's going on. I'm not going to say a word because I'm a what are you re- friggin' idiot." You, what are you referring to? It was um, I forget who was else was on the video. It was Sean Payton, Eli, and yes, I don't okay, remember I'm sorry. Who, yeah, yeah. And, you just said Joe, that. I, I, I thought was interviewing them, but yeah, it was. Uh, it was Eli discussing uh, the the Super Bowl. Or, and it was also uh, like a very simple thing too, just the fade to Plexico, like how he decided to throw that ball. Yeah, and, and uh, what you can't say anything. And Pay- and Sean Payton was like interjecting. You saw it, TJ, right? Um, was, yeah, I watched it. He was interjecting with like all all like questions to Eli, and Eli was answering. And it, this went on for like four minutes. Daniel Jones just could not think of a word to say to no. end the conversation, just <laughs> staring blankly. Oh man, he's the worst. Yeah, he's 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 a very stupid person. Well, I I was reading today that looking he's he's looking good to start week one. So there you have it. I heard I heard uh, this weekend from a friend of a friend, or basically a, a friend told me a friend of his friend played golf with uh, Daniel Jones once, wow. and like and uh, spent some time with him and said there there's. No more difficult person to have a conversation with in the entire world than Daniel Jones. Oh my God! I bet Kadarius Tony might be more difficult. That's possible. Or no, at least he would like respond. I think he'd say some wild stuff, and the conversation would just end. Yeah, I feel like this is uh, the, the impression I got was like this is like talking to a wall. It's like, hey, Daniel, you've uh, worked your whole life to become an NFL quarterback. Do you have any input about this at all? You know what? It's what? funny to think about because the. Uh, the impression and the assumption about Eli when he was a player was exactly what's going on with Jones now in terms of their demeanor and their personalities. But it's clear that Jones is really just an idiot who can't speak, and Eli <laughs> was intelligent for many years and just wouldn't let anybody know it. Did yeah. I know I sent to this guy? I'm wondering if anyone, uh, you know, saw this video of Kayvon Thibodeau being asked, yes, who yeah. he wanted the Giants quarterback to be next season, and he. Kind of pauses. He says Daniel Jones, and then just gives the camera the funniest look. Yeah, <laughs> it was so obvious that he wasn't it was like really the, meaning what he was saying. It was like the gym and office space look, you know, when he like yes. turns his head to the camera. Yep, it's like exactly what it was. 100%. Break, breaking the fourth wall, totally. <laughs> um, um, you guys hit it. Want to hit anything else today? I don't know if you want to do a little off season, or we should just save that for, for um, a future day. Or well, I mean. Tease the uh, the JJ McCarthy hype that I keep seeing on draft Twitter. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, <clears throat> is that is I, that your guy? Tier two quarterback JJ is your guy. I'm sort of convincing myself based on everything I'm reading, but uh, <clears throat> we've said it we've said it a bunch of times. Like 
we we had like the feeling like this might be the route that we go and we our knee-jerk reaction at least mine was this is going to be awful he's another you know nothing between the ears guy that came from an offense where he threw the ball like five times a game uh <clears throat> i don't know maybe that's true i don't I, what i'm hearing from draft twitter is that there's like a lot more to his game than people realize and what he did have opportunities to you know really passed like he did a really good job and plus other stuff as far as like processing and footwork and and sort of uh feel for the game is really interesting i think they're all like holding off their reviews on it but i'm interested to read what they say about him because they've always he's always had the tools he's got height and he's fast um and they say somewhat creative or at least smart um so it doesn't look like we're gonna get the top three guys and there's talks that he's gonna be closer to that group than than the other bunch Penix and Bo Nix and all those guys. You know, I, I, Hey, I'm willing to give the guy a shot. We hated on him. Cause we, like you said, we thought he was just like any of these other, like a, like a Daniel Jones clone, basically. Um, granted, Daniel he, went clones? Be- he went to a better school, a bigger school, obviously winning the, the national championship and stuff like that. That's all great, but it wasn't very exciting. Um, but again, I, I, I'd, I'd give him a shot and it's clear Unless we're trading up, which Shane has it in him, he can figure something out. He can wheel and deal. Who knows? I I was talking to my dad about this. He's convinced we're not going to move up, and I'm like, because you're convinced we're not moving up, just wait. We might. You know, There's just because be a he, lot of teams that want to move up in this draft because of what the quarterback class looks like next year. Yeah, it's I just not, hope that it's, it's not, not three first round picks to move up. That's yeah. all, you know, if they give up one next year, I won't cry. But if, if they have, if we end up like, you know, the Rams mm. perpetually, you know, the Rams first, first, first round pick since 2017, this, yeah. this, this, this one right here. It's wild. Crazy. That is yeah. wild. Um, I just don't like trading all, all that draft capital when your roster is just so, uh, you know, has no talent on it at all. You know, and then that is the argument. That is ultimately the argument. But however, it's like. I, and people forget that uh, one really, really, really good quarterback can change your entire franchise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, <clears throat> interesting parallel to the, the Super Bowl, but, you know, the argument is why draft a, your future starting quarterback if you don't have the tools around him to, to compete. <clears throat> you know, the 49ers had, you know, essentially like the best roster in the NFL aside from the question mark at quarterback, and they could have competed. And, 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 you know, a player like Pat Mahomes or anywhere near his – talent brings everyone else up like no wide receivers this year they kept kelsey off the field he didn't have a great offensive line he's just the best quarterback we've seen in you know 15 years um there's an in-between there but the you can build a team when your quarterback you know when you have a quarterback and a rookie contract that's the goal otherwise you're you're not winning anything you're not beating patrick mahomes with anything short of an excellent like elite tier top 10 top five quarterback Mm -hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, I, I guess. Uh, so if you that, think Caleb Williams can be that, then you trade the farm for it. You trade yeah. the next four. But if you miss, time. if you miss, it's such a, it's such a, you know, sets you back for so many years. But if you have to start Daniel Jones, you're going to get fired anyway. So yep. That's you know, exactly that's a good point, right. Dan. Yeah, I guess you know when your job's when it's year to year, your job's on the line. Maybe you you know mortgage the future to keep your job. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. which is that's not great, but yeah, it, it happens. It does. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, the next thing, uh, I mean, March 5th is the next date that, that matters, and that's when franchise tags happen, which we are not, we're not, we're not doing that. So that is not going to be something with, uh, at least with Saquon, I mean. It might be a, a, um, a Xavier McKinney situation, not sure. We'll it's a see. bit much money. I don't, I, the Giants only have, I think, $15 million in effective cap space. I think the yeah. tag for safety is $15 million. Mm. I'll, we'll see. Um, but you'll, they'll, they'll probably cut Glowinski and restructure a couple contracts. Yeah, um, yeah, that's up in I hope they give Waller another another year, just because we traded a third for him. Um, I have even to. though his cap hit is like I think seven million or something like that. Yeah, he should come back. I mean, you know, despite the injury history, um, you know, there's not many other playmakers on the offense. No. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anything else tonight, guys? Yeah. No. Yeah. Good. Good. All right. Good. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, this is the Big Blue United Podcast. Don't forget to check out ButcherBox.com. Get your dual promos. And uh, we'll see you, I think, to do some off-season. I'm not sure exactly when we'll be back, but it won't be for too long. Tomorrow. See you. Yes. Peace. <laughs>